Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 42nd episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion, and this week we decided to kind of keep it, keep it simple and make some Red Bull and vodka mm-hmm. with uh, raspberry. Raspberry vodka. Vodka. Yeah, it gives it a good flavor. For me, it gives it a drinkable flavor because I don't like plain Red Bull, so mm-hmm. the raspberry vodka kicks it up, and it tastes pretty good. Yeah. It's it an does. easy one to make and helps keep you awake. Yeah. I know. Which I need. And we, uh, we like to do the sugar-free Red Bull. I think we've had it on another episode before. Um, I think it was just with plain vodka, but, um, but we, this time we did the raspberry vodka. And as always, we like to keep it more healthy mm-hmm. and do the sugar-free. And I don't think there's any calories in vodka, but with the raspberry, I don't know Yeah. what's in it because it's... Yeah, they use something to flavor it, of oh, course. I know. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, the Red Bull's sugar free, so it's pretty low. Uh huh. And just get the caffeine. Yeah. Uh huh. So before we get started, um, Seth's going to do his dumbass post of the week. Yeah. It ties in with what we're going to talk about. Um, and so it was just kind of coincidental that it, it came across on social media. I saw it and snagged it and was like, I don't know if I'll use that one or not. And then. We decided what we were going to talk about. It just kind of fit really well. So I was like, well, let's let's go ahead and go with that one. And it said, when two people really love each other, they find a way to make it work no matter how hard it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and once again, I think most people would read that or hear me say that and say, "What's that sounds great. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the definition of true love. Yeah, I know. And they think that that's um, unfortunately very relatable. Mm-hmm. But it's well, it, it yeah, it is very yeah. yeah. It, that's why I said unfortunately. Uh-huh. Well, they think yeah yeah yeah. Uh-huh. But it's you know it's one of those things where it's goes against our own marriage philosophy mm-hmm. of not taking hard work for mm-hmm. a good relationship, and I don't think that that's the definition of true love. I don't think that's the definition of a. Of a good functional relationship, a good healthy relationship, yeah. uh-huh. and so it just it seemed fitting based on what we decided to talk about today that um, that that just kind of seemed to really hit home with where we were going to have the conversation going. And mm-hmm. and you see this exact post or this very close type of post shared on a very regular basis. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. And it's not, the dumbass post of the week isn't to say you're a dumbass for posting it. <laughs> it was just a <laughs> I know. a fun way to, to make fun of or pick things that we don't necessarily agree with. Uh-huh. Um, now, there are some that I've seen shared that, yes, that you are a dumbass. <laughs> Whether you share that or not, I just know you're a dumbass. <laughs> um, but this one, I, th- I, I think a lot of people have the best intentions mm-hmm. behind this, but... Once again, it, it it's we don't agree with the philosophy behind that type of statement. No, we don't. I know, and yeah. So that's it. The reason why we or what we're talking about today is um, that good relationships don't take hard work. You've uh, you've heard us say it quite mm-hmm. a bit on the show. We've 
referenced it on social media and everything. And we, we always, that's what we believe. Mm -hmm. We have been through awful relationships that took a lot of work. And we always say that our relationship is effortless. Mm -hmm. And so the, so the reason why we decided to talk about this actually was because we had a, um, a follower, Mm -hmm. I, I posted something on... It was a Throwback Thursday picture. Yeah, it was a Throwback Thursday. Um, and I, I said that good relationship At the end of it, good relationships don't take hard work. Well, and that, that's, it's kind of become our motto. Uh-huh. It is. Um, it's on our business cards. Mm-hmm. It's, it's something that... I think we just kind of said it one day, talking to one another mm-hmm. in just a regular conversation... Um, talking about whether we were comparing our relationship to our, our previous relationships or just something. And I don't even remember the exact conversation we were having, mm-hmm. but it kind of came out. And then as we had other conversations, you know, even this is years before we started doing the podcast, mm-hmm. it was just something that we would, we would hit home with whenever we were talking to one another. It's something that I have said personally to a lot of people mm-hmm, like given the advice that have asked me, you know, before, once again, before the podcast that had asked me for advice or gave me situation that they were dealing with, or I've said it to people that were just getting married or getting engaged, mm-hmm. um, with you want, you know, the, the best unsaid piece of advice I can give you and, and always remember good relationships don't take hard work. Mm-hmm. And it's just something that we, we've kind of, adopted that type of philosophy and theory and, and applied it to all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. realistically. Yeah. Yes. Um, but it, it, it's one of those things where I, I think whenever, whenever we said it or we would talk about it initially, or even when we started the podcast, we didn't think that the, the term was really that controversial. Mm-hmm. It was just something that, you know, expressed in one sentence or one statement who we are. Mm-hmm. And how our marriage functions was that. But every time we we bring this up in some kind of way, whether it's, it's you know, we've said it on, on like, group postings about topics. Mm-hmm. And I've, you know, gotten into it via social media by just saying, if somebody shares a story, you know, here's a, here's a heartbreaking story about a couple that went through blah, blah, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'll just put on there, uh-huh. just remember, good relationships don't take hard work. Typically, I'll get a handful of likes. I'll get maybe one person that's like, that's me and my husband, mm-hmm. or that's me and my wife. Yeah. But then it's a lot of heat after that. Mm-hmm. It's, that's not true, and, and you're wrong. And, and immediately, the, how long have you been married? Yeah. How, how, long, how old are you? How, and, and so, once again, you start getting that, that pushback from... People that have been married for a very long time to the wrong partner mm-hmm. or a not good partner, and they've had struggles that were self-inflicted because of the two of them in their own relationship, not because of the outside world. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they get very defensive yeah. because it's it, basically when you say that good relationships don't take hard work, it doesn't take a genius to say, well, I work all the time on my relationship. Does that mean it's not good? And yes, that's exactly <laughs> what yeah, that means. And is. that is very offensive to people. I know. Especially the longer they've been married. Uh-huh. Um, 
And and so that's where it typically goes is people will, will come back if they've been married for a while and and want to argue mm-hmm. about that point. And then they try to shut the argument down on our behalf by dismissing what we have to say because we haven't been married to one another for 25 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we, we realized very early on that it doesn't matter how long we've been married. If someone's automatically married longer than us, they, I said that backwards, if somebody's been married longer than us, they automatically, quote unquote, know more about marriage than we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're wrong. Yeah, and even 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 though we have been through the shitty relationships that they have been through, the, that those are still dismissed because mm-hmm. we're together now. Yeah, and people don't don't want to look at the past that we had before mm-hmm. each other. Well, and, and and part of the the view on that um, from some people is you you gave up, mm-hmm. you weren't working hard enough on that relationship, yeah. or you. Would have been together. Uh-huh. Um, and, and once again, it's that, those statements from them are completely reflective of, of their shitty situation that they're currently in. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where you see that it was kind of a... We, we, didn't, we didn't set out to say that type of stuff as a backhanded statement to people. But what we quickly realized was that... You know, one of the things that we did when, when we got married was we didn't write our own vows. Mm-mm. But we were given some cookie-cutter vows that, you know, typically read at certain things. The main reason we didn't write them is I would probably be very emotional oh, saying. Yeah. It was tough enough going through the motions anyway. Um, and so I, I just wasn't comfortable doing that. Mm-hmm. And... But what we did was we looked at the traditional vows that so many couples use, and we took out some key pieces mm-hmm. that a lot of people leave in. Um, the negative. The negative stuff, whether it's, you know, I think what, what was, like, we, I know we took out the for worse yeah. uh-huh. type of things. Um, and we understand that when, it, when you say for better or worse, the or worse is all-encompassing. Right. That it means through, you know, I agree with the through sickness and health yeah, uh-huh. piece. Yeah. But we took the worst out because not that we're that naive that we don't think bad things can still happen or that we will have challenges as we get older. But we knew and still believe this to this day that we weren't going to cause those problems ourselves. Mm-hmm. We can't control what happens in life. And we can't control the bad news we'll receive or the losses we're experiencing or the grief we'll have to go through or the jobs we may lose or financial struggles we may have because of outside influences or things beyond our control. Right. But anything that we are in control of, we were fairly certain and still are that we aren't going to be the reasons Mm -hmm. that our marriage is tough or it hits those lows. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why we decided to take those negative statements out of even our vows. And this was before I think we even had really made the statements to one another about, you know, good relationships don't take yeah, hard work. I know. Um, we've just kind of always had that, that same type of mindset, mm-hmm. um, that the effortlessness of us being together was so powerful that it just kind of pushed anything away. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I, and one of the one of the I guess better arguments I had with somebody on this was online whenever I had made a statement and and I had said you know well I, I I do these things for my partner I do this I do that and she said well that is work that's the work that most people don't put into mm-hmm. and I understand what she was saying mm-hmm. but once again. For us, that isn't work. No, it, it's effortless. It is effortless. It I don't, yeah, you know, and all the stuff we've talked about in other episodes on what we do for one another, we've always used that term. It's not we don't sit down and make a chore list, and we don't we don't make doing things for one another a chore. Mm-hmm. And when it's not a chore and it's just part of your relationship, it isn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was kind of that that uh, I, I think she was kind of trying this kind of catch-all gotcha thing mm-hmm. that, well, all of those things you do to have a happy marriage do take work. And at the end of the day, it doesn't for us. Mm-hmm. It's not. Yeah. It's easy. Mm-hmm. It's so easy and simple. And because we love we love each other so much, we love to make each other happy. Mm-hmm. Like if, you know, you, you get a job and it's a, it's just a job. You know, you go to work to make money and, and there's some people out there that go to work and they're actually happy with what they do. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how it is with a, a good relationship. Well, there's that very cliche statement that says, get a job that you love and you will never work a day in your life. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's the same concept mm-hmm. with your partnership. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that if you are constantly working on a relationship that you or your partner don't love one another. That's not what we're saying. But you obviously did something or picked someone or got a relationship to a point where the effortlessness goes away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and to kind of piggyback on what you're saying, that with the job, it's when it is something that, that you like doing, you know, and you can relate this to anything, it's not work. Mm-hmm. It's not work to you. It's not inconvenience. It's not a hassle. It's not a chore. It's not any of those little contexts or labels you could put on something that turns things into work. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can apply that outside of your own relationship to all kinds of aspects of, of, of your life and what you do and how you spend your time. And, and it levels out the exact same. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, going back to kind of why we decided to talk about this was anytime we, we have this, like I said, whether it's in conversation with people, it's in an online debate or it's in some kind of group messaging or it's on our marriage on the rock stuff that we do. It tends to be controversial for yeah, some reason. It is. Um, and it's 100% based out of being defensive. Mm-hmm. And what we have found out, especially since we started doing the podcast is other couples that agree with us and have very similar relationships with us. Get it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know what? That that is exactly how we feel about one another. Yeah. Um, and it's the same for us. And it's not people just saying that to try to convince themselves or us that they have a good relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell, especially the people we know that echo that sentiment. It's it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, so we aren't the only mythical creature out there <laughs> no, uh-uh. that feels this way. Um, but it is a rarity. Mm-hmm. And, and as we've said before, it's, it's not the norm, and we aren't the norm. Yeah, no, we're not. Mm-hmm. So and this 
this is not for normal marriages. That, and that, that, that's the cold slap in the face that I think we've had listeners or viewers or followers find out. Uh-huh. That well, I have a normal marriage and and I don't agree with what they say. Uh-huh. You know, this isn't for ordinary marriages. The this what we say and what we do and how we present the information and what we talk about and the things that we share aren't for ordinary couples. It's for extraordinary couples. Or if you want to be, an or you want to be in an extraordinary couple. relationship. Yeah. Um, and you can say that that's a an elitist mentality, or you can say that. People think that they're better than us or, or whatever you want to put on there. But at the end of the day, if you're having to bust your ass to stay in your relationship all the time because of fighting and infidelity and issues and all the other crap that seems to be bundled into ordinary and normal marriages, that's what you have. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not, it's not an opinion. That, that's the funny thing about it is it's not an opinion when I say or we say that couples that go through A, B, C, D, and E have an extraordinary marriage, and couples that go through A, B, C, D, and E have a normal marriage. That's that's not an opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, saying we don't fight is not an opinion. Saying having a lot of sex is leads to a happy relationship, that's not an opinion. It, it's a <laughs> it's fact. fact. <laughs> it's a fact. Uh-huh. Um, so it's not to make you feel bad. It's not to hurt your feelings. It is for you to do some reflection. Yeah. Why is your relationship taking so much hard work? What are you and your partner doing that is taking something that should be effortless and should be fun and should be just it, and it's not? Mm-hmm. Something is wrong. And, and that's kind of where we come from with it. So mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the person that, that reached out, she... You know, she said, you know, I usually agree with you guys with Mm -hmm. most of your posts and all that. Um, But with this one, I did not. I I just didn't agree. She said, relationships do take hard work. Mm -hmm. And she goes into, like, the infidelity and... um, You're going to have heartache. You're going to have, you know, infidelity. You're going to... And she lists, you know, what we're assuming problems that she's having in her own relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. And and she said that, you know, all these take hard work. My own grandmother yeah. told me that marriage is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Well, and sometimes you sometimes you may not like your partner yep. and may want to kill them or hurt them or something. Yeah. But but you, you still, still always need them. to love them. Mm-hmm. Which that's another thing we've made fun of before on uh-huh. here is that type of statement also. Um you know, yeah, so it was just a lot of, you know, once again, she disagreed with it because her statement was reflective of her relationship, and our statement was reflective of our relationship. Mm-hmm. Once again, it's not it's not an opinion. Mm-hmm. If you're dealing with somebody cheating on you, and you're dealing with somebody that fights with you, and you're dealing with somebody that's breaking your heart and walking out the door all the time, and, you know, snooping around, and you, and you have trust issues because of how they behave with the opposite sex, or how they behave at work, or how they behave with their phone. All of those things create work, and that goes into the basket of why your marriage is taking so much work. Mm -hmm. When our basket only has fun and sex and good times. Yeah. uh You know? Yes, and of course, like we said before, there is hard times. There is not, not hard times that we... 
because make, of us. Yeah, because of each other. But hard times, you know, with with a loss and mm-hmm. and grief and and all that stuff. But and, and even with those, you know, having someone to support you the the right way, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> yeah, really helps the relationship even gets stronger. Well, I think that people, people just, we, we don't, and, and I'm, I'm sure we've probably hit on it at some point, but if people are just hopping in or just kind of following us on Facebook or following us on Instagram, and, and I don't think that this person was an actual listener. Yeah. I, I think she followed our social media uh-huh. because she brought up a lot of stuff that we've addressed uh-huh. on the show. Um, but I think that with, uh, with just looking at what's portrayed on social media from us, the general follower that doesn't really listen doesn't know that when we were together initially, we didn't have very much money. Mm-hmm. That, um, you know, you were living with your parents and I uh, had just foreclosed on a house. We've had financial struggles mm-hmm. together. We have experienced the loss. Each of us have lost a parent since we've been mm-hmm. with one another. Uh, you have changed jobs. We have moved not just from a house to an apartment into a house, but we moved to a completely different state mm-hmm. to another apartment and then built a house. Yeah. So we've had outside influences that people can tend to fight over or have problems or have these hiccups or big lulls in their relationship because of the outside influences, stress, yeah, the stressors, stuff. Mm-hmm. but we don't let that affect us. No. Um, and, and, but I think people just probably assume on face value that, well, they, they just haven't had any real struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and we have just not because of us. Yeah. And, that, and that's the biggest difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, because enough of life is going to happen in the first place. Yeah. You're going to deal with life no matter what. Um, that, that train's going to keep coming down that track. But if you're always, if your partner is adding all those additional stressors to how life is in the first place, you, that's, that's a mix for disaster mm-hmm. and just complete unhappiness. Yeah, I know. And in our, in our previous relationships, we, that's where we, learned the most Mm -hmm. was from going through hell with our previous partners. And with that, I mean, with learning from those relationships, it, it just made things so much easier for us Mm -hmm. for, and, and the thing is, is, you know, cause not everybody can be that way. Not everybody can, I guess, learn from, from what from their past mistakes and stuff mm-hmm. and they'll continue to make yeah. bad choices and and you know be with the wrong pe- person mm-hmm. you know they'll choose the same the same person or same type of person same type of person right and continue to do that and wonder why they you know have been divorced three times mm-hmm. and you know but for us we thankfully learned from our previous mistakes with our partner with our old partners, right, and have applied good things mm-hmm. to our relationship now. Well, and I think that that's where you know we we we've said on here before of how some people look at us and they can say, "Well, we're unrelatable." Mm-hmm. Um, and our current relationship, if you're in that shitty, hardworking, miserable relationship, our current relationship is unrelatable, and to you, it may seem unattainable. 
because of your current situation. And that, that is a very complete, accurate you know, perception and evaluation of, of what you've got in front of you. And, and part of the disconnect that we have to deal with um, from doing the show and, and, and having the podcast and things like that is there are so many people that they don't want to be told that they should walk away from the situation they're in. They want to hear from the couple that went through that hell and, you know, so-called made it to through. Mm-hmm. When that is the big piece that we are missing mm-hmm. um, for those type of people that want to hear about it. Especially if you've gotten married at a young age and you've started to have kids and you're having those issues. They want to be patted on the back and told them that this is normal, this is okay, this is how every relationship is. you just got to make it through. Some days are tougher than others, but you have to remember that at the end of the day, you guys love one another very much. And you have this family and all this other bullshit <laughs> to make you feel better. And so you can justify to yourself that you should stay in this awful situation. Mm-hmm. And that is not our message. No. But the message isn't if you hit a hiccup or a bump in the road that you should just pack your bags and walk away either. Right, yeah. It's, it's not one way or the other. It's finding that, that middle ground. And that's why we've talked about certain topics we have as far as signs you're unhappy and you don't know it. Signs your relationship is heading to the end. Signs your relationship is over. Mm-hmm. You know, and we talk about the, these other stressors that we went through in our other marriages, like guys' night and girls' night and addiction and no sex and, and all those other things, to show our listeners and give them the ability to understand that what we went through was unrelatable. Mm-hmm. Um, and unless... No, it was relatable. Or it was relatable uh-huh. in, in, in our previous relationships. And you call it a do-over, call it a clean slate, call it just... a learn a lesson learned and moved on Mm -hmm. but we were able to identify like you said all the problems we had in our previous relationships and learn from those Mm -hmm. and one of the problems that those people that are going through them now that want to be told everything's okay and they don't want to end the relationship is they the big one of the big things that misses in that is especially certain things. If you've gone through infidelity or trust issues and things like that, it's damn near impossible to wipe that slate clean with your current partner and get that fresh do-over and fresh start-over with your current partner. It's because even, there's so it's much even resentment. Hard, I think it's even hard enough for somebody that, to move, you know, move with on. With somebody else. With someone else yeah. because of trust issues, mm-hmm. because of their previous partner. Yeah. You know? Um, but... Yeah, I mean, I we we have learned and applied these things, and I, I guess like I'm making it sound like like again like that that it's work and that it's hard mm-hmm. and that it, it it just it just happened yeah. for us really. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're very fortunate and lucky to to have met each other and to have so much in common mm-hmm. and. Um, just, I don't know. Well, and, and that, that's where the root of every single topic that we've chosen to talk about, all 42 episodes that we've done now, are, it's not things we don't know anything about. It's not something that we don't know how to relate to mm-hmm. or just pull it out of thin air and decide this would be fun to talk about. It's something that we can actually reflect on and apply to 
what we went through in the past mm-hmm. and why we're not doing that any longer. And and that's where it it could be very beneficial for those that want to listen mm-hmm. <laughs> and for those that want to change. But And once, for those that are even trying to to find a partner and mm-hmm. trying to learn what you sh- how a good relationship should be. Right. Yeah. Uh, because the the outline is there and and like you said earlier it's easy. Mm-hmm. It's easy. We're we're very fortunate that things aligned. Um but you can't force a square peg into a round hole. And that's what you tend to see with these relationships is people deciding to Take the relationship to the next step with a partner that if your friend was dating that guy, would you recommend that they get engaged and get married? If, you're, if your partner was with your best friend, would that be good for your best friend? Mm-hmm. And that takes a pretty good hard look that you have to do to yourself and your partner in your own relationship to see if that's true or not. Mm-hmm. And don't compare your current partner who's maybe... 10% less shitty than your last partner. How do they stack <laughs> yeah, up I know. against other stuff that, we, that we've talked about? Mm-hmm. Are they putting forth the, the time with you? Are they, you know, we say it's effortless, but are they doing those things like remembering your birthdays, remembering to do this, taking you out on date night, mm-hmm. supporting you, conversing with you, trusting you, and you trust them. And, and all the stuff that should go in that in that good relationship basket is very easy to identify. You 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 shouldn't have to ask someone to be loving or kind or faithful or loyal mm-hmm. or I mean there's there's just some big gimmies that people should have in their own personal character that they bring the relationship no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I I almost probably every other episode I use the "what do you want a cookie" yeah. term. Yeah. But just because somebody has all those things doesn't mean that they're the best partner in the world either. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are things that you can identify and and see the character of your partner before it's too it's too far. Mm-hmm. But we get lazy and we don't want to turn back and we don't want to start over and we don't want to end it and we start giving ourselves excuses as to why and and that's where. We, we see a lot of people, specifically women, that just want to hear that relationships are tough, marriage is hard work, and, and you may not like each other every day. And, and there, there's 50 other podcasts out there that are relatable to that shitty-ass relationship. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what you'll get out of it aside from they've been there too, and now I, Misery Loves Company, and I know that that these other 10,000 people that follow that page are just as miserable and happy as I am mm-hmm. with no real solution. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just getting Shit. on air and talking about how much they hate their own partners mm-hmm. the same way that you hate your own partners and pointing out the flaws of their own partners the same way you point out the flaws of your partner. And so it's, you know, it's intimidating for couples that are in a shitty relationship with a shitty partner to hear another couple say, we don't have those issues. Mm-hmm. And they take it as this derogatory, demeaning, oh, they just think they're so good and they think they're better than me. And that's not it at all. Mm -hmm. That's not it at all. You are just not willing to do what it takes to be happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. We want to, we really do want to give you the tools 
that you need in order to have a successful relationship Mm -hmm. and identify those things that, you know, that could be stressors or things that'll make your partner happy too. We are giving you tons of information right? (laughs) and it's just up to you whether you want to, to say, Oh, fuck them. You Mm -hmm. know, they, they think that they're so good and, their perfect life and this and that no that's not what we that's not what we're trying to show you or do we want to help we really Mm do if your partner's cheated on you or cheating on you or you suspect them of cheating on you and you don't want to be told leave the cheater yeah then don't listen then don't listen to us (laughs) if you want to be told that it's okay to stay with the cheater and hear the bullshit about how people can change and and they still love you just because they cheated doesn't mean they don't love you anymore and all that crap then yeah you aren't going to hear that from here Mm -mm. and you need to go listen to somebody else (laughs) yeah you're going to hear the truth from us and even though it may uh you know our relationship may be you know, really good and like people could say, oh, they're, you know, they're too perfect or something, Mm -hmm. but we're not giving you the, that perfect information. We're not giving you, um, what am I trying to say? We're, we're giving you the truth. We're not trying to, um, give any fluff with it. Right. It's just, it's just the truth. Mm Mm-hmm. And and that's that that's that's the biggest problem that people have is is they don't they don't want to hear the real truth they want to hear their truth mm-hmm. and they want to hear they want to hear what they I mean if you're looking for certain answers and you don't want the truth but you want to hear something specific to make you feel better better about yourself you'll be able to find it if you're looking mm-hmm. if you if you're looking for that hard enough I mean we've given those examples I mean there's you, you can listen to the the fitness expert that says you need to go to the gym five days a week and eat healthy five times a day and don't you know drink two cases of beer a week and don't do this, or you can find the article on Google that talks about having you know the, a beer, beer every day is healthy. actually good for you yeah. and doing cardio is actually bad for you. You you can find other information to support you not changing your situation. Uh Um, And it's the same thing that applies for your relationship. Like I said, if you want to be patted on the back and the rear end and told you that your imperfect relationship is actually perfect and normal because that's how everybody's is, then go listen to that bullshit Uh and stay in an unhappy relationship. Yeah. Because that's the end result you're going to get. I know. Um, And even couples that we've talked to or people that, you know, we've either argued with or debated with that came back with this, I went through all that, and we're through the other side, and we love each other more than ever. When you start to actually have the conversation, and it's like, okay, well, you know, if, if you want to get hard-nosed with it, and I say, well, prove it to me. You're so fucking happy now. Prove it to me. How, how much sex are you guys having? Are there really no other trust issues right now? Do you get the inkling to look at their phone? Um, do you get upset when they're gone? Did you have to get that joint Facebook account? You know, did are these things really happening or did you just make the decision to not leave one another and now we just have to pretend like everything's okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and you find out so far every single time that it's not as good and as, you know, quote unquote perfect as they want it to be portrayed because there still is, there still are issues 
and resentments and things that one of them has not gotten over Mm -hmm. and probably won't get over. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean they're going to get divorced. Doesn't mean they can't be married for another 50 years. That's that's not what that's not the point of this. Yeah, that's not um, what a good relationship. Right. We the definition. Yeah. Yeah, that's not what it is. That's you just because you've been together and stuck it out this long enough Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you're happy. Yep. Yeah, and and that's what we we typically see. I mean, if if you're constantly posting those things every year on your anniversary about. We, sh- we sure have had our, our share of bad times with one another, and we may not get along all the time. And I mean, that, those are pretty good signs that you're not in the happiest of a relationship as you could be. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that that could be isn't your partner. It very well could be your partner. You guys just have to figure out how to get there or get back to there. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there is something that you guys have caused because of your own insecurities or infidelities or whatever that you guys have unintentionally or intentionally brought in the relationship, how do you backtrack that out? How do you get that start over? How do you wipe that slate clean? And how do you move forward and and really get to a a place of true happiness? Not contentment. Mm-hmm. Not that, well, we've dealt with it and now we've moved past it. Be, sweeping stuff yeah, under the rug. Yeah, it's not sweeping yeah. under the rug, you know? And, and has there been real change to the point that both partners are satisfied and firing on all cylinders as one unit. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that that's impossible. I'm just saying I haven't encountered that. Yeah, we haven't seen it at yeah. all. Um, I think one thing that you've said in previous uh, episodes is, uh, you know, like taking advice from someone that doesn't have money. Right. And, you know, how do I become a millionaire? Mm-hmm. You don't ask somebody that... Is broke or yeah. bankrupt. Yeah, how do I become a millionaire? Mm-hmm. You ask someone that has already been through it and has earned their mil- their first or mm-hmm. many million. <laughs> yeah. And, like, with us, we have, we've been through the shittiness mm-hmm. and the, the bad relationships with other people. And now we have really good relationship, mm-hmm. a really good relationship. And you, wouldn't you, you would think that people would want to take our advice, some advice from someone that has been through shitty mm-hmm. parts, but is now really happy and does and refuses to have anything negative happen in their life. Right. Yeah, and and it's funny because the the people that we we can at least tangibly know because of continued relationship that have benefited from that type of statement were people that recognized it and understood it before they got married. Mm-hmm. It was you know somebody that was engaged or somebody that was in dating and and talked to to both of us or one of us and and kind of gave their scenario where they're at and then. We didn't tell them what to do, and and I I don't ever say, well, here's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. I just say, you know, my my thought about how my relationship is based on what I've went through in the past and what I'm currently in now. Relationships don't take hard work, and and then just kind of go from there. Um, and usually, just laying it out on the table, somebody that are, isn't already full fledged in that commitment, if they have half a brain, they look at it and they say, and there's something there, and we tend to see it from that. 
that small group of people mm-hmm. more than the person that's married with two kids and had a husband cheat on them. Because, once again, they come up with this laundry list of reasons why they can't leave and why it's easier for that person that was engaged and not married or just dating to walk away and it's not for me. And it's mm-hmm. not about being easier. Just because it's easier or more difficult doesn't mean it's the wrong thing to do mm-hmm. or the right thing to do. Right. Yeah, I know. And like, even with me in my previous relationship... You know, people could say that that was that I did take the easy way out, and I broke up with my ex, and mm-hmm. and didn't stick it out, and you know, left left someone just hanging there as a a wounded mm-hmm. a wounded person that was an addict, right. and you gave up on on him. Mm-hmm. Well, I had to mm-hmm. for for me for my own good. Yep. And uh, and I think that yeah I think that people would say that 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 is the easy way out, and <laughs> but not changing is the easier. Yeah, and, and yeah, being in the staying inside of your comfort zone is the easy mm-hmm. easy way out. When pe- people want this big pat on the back, like they've sacrificed by staying. Mm-hmm. Well, I gave up on the perfect life I could have had, and I'm staying and sticking this out. No, that is the easy decision. Not changing at all, not adjusting, not stepping out of that comfort zone, not pursuing a new dream or a new partner, a new avenue. That is the easy way out, is staying there. And it's the same thing when it comes to your job or saving money or fitness. Doing the same thing all the time that isn't making progress is the easy decision. Mm-hmm. It is a tougher decision to do the right thing and step out of that comfort zone and start pursuing that new relationship or goal or dream or whatever it is. And once you start on that path, that's when you actually start reaping rewards of your actions mm-hmm. at that point in time. You don't know how it's going to be mm-hmm. when it you, is a gamble. Yeah, when you leave a situation, you you're the the unknown mm-hmm. is a little scary. Yeah. And of course, staying with someone is gonna, it is gonna be more comfortable. And it's what you know. And I think that, uh, I think that a lot of people could say or do say that that the advice that we give is not good because you should stick it out. But that's just not what we agree with Mm -hmm. at all. Well, and we've talked about it in other contexts, but. Everybody has a different enough point, mm-hmm. and your enough point in your relationship is different. Your enough point was, I've done this for nine years. I gave warning. I gave an ultimatum. Nothing changed. That's my enough. I tried what I thought was going to be best. It didn't work. I can either try again and watch it not work again and try again and watch it not work again, or I can cut my losses and leave. And you hit your enough point. Mm -hmm. Some women's enough point is so far beyond that. It's being with someone that abuses them and, you know, verbally, physically, whatever it is, they haven't hit their enough point yet. And sometimes they won't. And that's Mm -hmm. horribly sad. Mm -hmm. Somebody's enough point is catching your partner trying to cheat but not getting away with it. That would be my enough point. I'm not sticking around to wait for them to actually cheat. Mm -hmm. If I get a hint that that's on your mind and you're heading down that path, 
we're done. Mm-hmm. But other people will stay with somebody who cheated once and cheated twice, and mm-hmm. che- you don't have enough point for that. Yeah. And and you your bar for your relationship standard is actually so low that I don't even know how to guesstimate when you would hit that enough point. I know. And and so when people see if you have a very low bar enough point that you haven't hit yet, when you see other people leaving those relationships to you, it looks like they're they're bailing out of a situation that they could have fixed. And it's not. It's just the simple recognition that I need to cut my losses and move on. The ship is going down no matter what. Mm-hmm. You can either run up to the front of the ship and stay there and hold on as tight as you want, or as soon as you find out there's a hole in it, you grab that life jacket and somebody else and jump off the boat. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, know. it's going down. Mm-hmm. Um, and people don't want to hear that and they don't want to admit that. They don't want to admit or be told that they're in a sinking ship relationship. Mm-hmm. I know. It's funny. Too, so you, you mentioned a little bit ago about, um, you know, people that you have given advice to and, mm-hmm. and that they, you know, they weren't married or, you know, they were at the point where they were, you know, still just seeing someone mm-hmm. or whatever. But we've even, we, we've even given the advice to a married person Mm -hmm. and they, and they took, well, (laughs) we think they took our advice Mm -hmm. and you just, you, we (laughs) think, well, good. They are going to be a lot happier now. They're not wasting more of their time in life. Yeah. Life is too short to spend years with a shitty partner. Plain and simple. And when you finally hit that enough point, and I've said it on here multiple times, I don't know what my enough point was. I was the one that got dumped. Mm -hmm. And if I hadn't got dumped, I would probably still be in that relationship. And I would have continued to waste, you know, I would have been at the over 20-year mark Mm -hmm. in that relationship by that point and spent 20 years with the wrong person. And I think that that's really kind of at the core you know, if, 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 you, if you ask me, well, Seth, what's, what's the point in telling people this stuff? It's the, the proverbial shaking someone in the arms and saying, what you're doing is wrong. The person you're with is wrong for you. The relationship you're in is bad. And you're sugarcoating it and candy coating it and covering it up and acting like it's not. And you're finding other reasons and other sources and other justifications to try to tell yourself that you should stay when... If you're five years in and it's miserable, you're going to be in 10 years and it's going to be miserable Mm -hmm. and 15 and 20 and so on. And you're going to hit that point where maybe you do finally hit that enough point after you've been with this person for 30 years or whatever. And we see that a lot today Mm -hmm. of these, what is adult, adult children of divorced parents Mm -hmm. where they're, you know, they're all grandparents now and they finally get divorced after they've been together for 40 to 50 years. Yeah. And it's like, well, we've been miserable for 40 to 50 years. Yeah, well, and, and the thing is, is that it becomes a, um, you know, well, things will be better when the kids mm-hmm. graduate and are out of the house. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, now we have grandkids now, so we can't leave because, the you know, yeah. we well, have well, the, the grandkids. Yeah, what the grandkids do. And, yeah, and so... Let's give it till we retire. Right, and so... And then it, you retire and you spend every minute with each other and you realize how much you really do hate one yeah, another. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and it keeps just getting postponed oh. all the time. and Until and then, the point when it's like, well, we've made it this far. Now one of us is sick. 
Mm-hmm. I would feel too guilty if I left my partner now because we're old and they're dying. Mm-hmm. So I'll just spend the rest of my days with the wrong person. I've already done it for the previous 50, 60 years. Might as well do it for 10 more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. That's horribly sad. Yeah. And, you, you know, you, so I think that that's, that's really one of the... Because I, I, I look at my old situation and... You know, don't know for sure, but you know you can kind of guesstimate how how many more years you you would have just stayed in that horrible, awful relationship, how unhappy or miserable you would have been, and then and then even added to that, you look at how good your life is and has been since you got out of that relationship, and then knowing that if you hadn't, you wouldn't have any of that right now. I know. That none of that would exist, and that would be your big. You know, what if, if you could see your parallel universe, but you have to look at that from the point that you're at now. If you're in that awful relationship, look at your parallel universe. What would life be like without that person? And there's a huge chunk of unknown in that, but I don't like that future. No, I mean, if you're in a bad relationship, (laughs) your future, future behavior is predictable by past behavior. Mm hmm. And, and people don't, people really just truly, sincerely want to believe that people can change, that things will get better. I've talked on here before about how powerful hope is mm-hmm. and, and how hope can keep a relationship going for a very long time because it is very powerful. But it's a false fuel. It's not something that you should actually have in your relationship to keep it progressing forward. And, and you're not progressing forward. Growing older with one another is not progressing forward. Mm-hmm. That's just sitting there in a stagnant relationship getting older. Yeah. You're getting closer to death in a miserable relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but look at, if you're in that bad relationship, look at your parallel universe and, and and look at what your life would be like without them, without the heartache, without the infidelity, without the, the you know, terrible decisions, without the crime, whatever they have done that you know that I'm telling you that's a bad partner. Mm-hmm. What would it look like if you took all of those bad characteristics and threw them out the window and had someone that didn't do any of those things? Yeah. How happy would you be? How how fruitful would your relationship be? Mm-hmm. How you know how how much different could your life be? You know, mm-hmm. and I know from my last relationship ending to where it is now. You know, when it ended, it was you know at a very low. I've talked about financially, I was doing awful physically I was doing awful mentally I was doing awful and and getting away from that you you don't really know what your full potential is yeah. until you are placed in another or outside of your comfort zone where you can actually grow yeah and grow physically and mentally and emotionally and everything to get to the point where you have your own show and you can tell people what you think they should do <laughs> I know. Well, I know, and we both experienced that. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, being with the right person is, it's just so, it, it's crazy how powerful it really is. Yeah. And how much more confidence you have in yourself. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, we grew together, obviously, and but we grew um, in, as individuals, mm-hmm. too, so much just being with the right person. Yep. And I mean, I could not imagine how my life would be mm-hmm. if I hadn't left. Right. It would be awful. Well, and you can't imagine because we know so many people that don't leave. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. All of you that are in those relationships, you, you give us great appreciation for the decision that we, or the decision you made mm-hmm. and the decision I was forced into to get a better partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can't have the good without the bad, but if you want to keep being the bad, so we have those bad examples to show what you know, a good relationship should look like, mm-hmm. you're, you're not hurting anyone but yourself when you choose to do that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, all of that is, is why we really kind of circle back around to the, the statement and the philosophy of our, our motto or our catchphrase or whatever you want to call it, that relation, good relationships don't take hard work. Um, you know, and, and we use those words like effortless. We use those words like, you know, compatibility and, and all those things of, of going back to when we were really tr- navigating one another and deciding if we should really move forward. And some of that mindset just comes with age and as you mature and as you have those bad experiences. And so it's very difficult for somebody very young to even kind of comprehend that advice because they haven't gone through that yet. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't truly understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, 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 you have to make those mistakes in order to learn and grow and figure out what works and what doesn't work. But far too often people, I think you said at the beginning, people make the same mistakes Mm -hmm. over and over and over again. And you're not learning and you're not growing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're you're getting these second chances to reevaluate and course correct and you're choosing not to. And you just keep heading down the same negative path that's going to lead to the exact same result every single time. And, and so getting into something that, that you, that is easy, you know, it's, it's the, the work smarter, not harder yeah. type of mentality. Uh-huh. I know. know. Yeah. If you do a little more work on the front end of. <laughs> well, so that's another thing that kind of bugged me about, about what the, the follower said mm-hmm. is the, you know, I, which I get where she's coming from. But with our relationship, it, I don't. <laughs> and it was, she said, um, that's the thing about couples nowadays, is they just want everything to be easy. Mm-hmm. And they just want, you know, just the simple things or whatever. Which, if you... It is easy if you, if you don't put those bad things yeah. in your relationship and on your partner, mm-hmm. on each other. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, what is it Dr. Phil says? Problems are complicated and complex. And there's all kinds of factors to the problems. But the solutions are very easy. Yes. And he uses the example of the the old, you know, going to see the doctor and lifting your arm above your head. Hey, doctor, it hurts when I do this. And the doctor says, well, don't do that anymore. Uh-huh. Um, it's the same thing with life. The c- problems are complex. There's all kinds of different factors that makes your problems different than my problems or, or your current horrible situation and my past horrible situation. Those are complex, but the solution to fix it is, is very easy. Mm-hmm. It's very easy. All, all of these big, complex problems have very easy solutions. And when I say easy solutions, I mean easily identifiable solutions. Yeah. Not that getting there is easy, mm-hmm. but... It could be. Yeah. It's very easy to figure out what you should do. Mm-hmm. Doing it is something totally different. If you sit there and you tell me, well, I've got a husband that cheats on me and, you know, I don't trust him. 
The solution is not, we'll send your husband to counseling, and then you guys go to a couple sessions together, and then after five to ten years, maybe we can rebuild some trust. That's not the solution. The solution is, well, don't be with somebody that puts you through that. Mm-hmm. And guess what? No more heartache, no more pain, no more infidelity. Yeah, it goes away. Yeah. It's weird how that works when you just <laughs> take the shitty partner and throw him out the window, how much those problems really go with him. Uh, yeah. Now, if you're just a pain in the ass and you're going to bring these issues into every relationship you're in, maybe you are the problem. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and that's another thing that you know, we, we've spent other time talking about what what you bring to the table and that mm-hmm. self-evaluation and things like that. But if you're constantly identifying the reasons you're unhappy are because of what your partner are doing or how your partner treats you or what your partner is or isn't bringing to the table, once you get rid of that partner, all of those problems go with it. Yeah. Unless... Yeah. You are the dumbass. Yeah. Well, that's what I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I got rid of that partner. Yeah. And my life just became that much better. Yeah. And that's 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 just what happens. I was in a, you know, a a no love, sexless, emotionless marriage, and when that's gone, that stuff went away with it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's just how it works, and and it's not that complicated. No. Uh, but you have to take the step. You you have to. Decide that you're not going to get into something that's going to take consistent work mm-hmm. with zero reward or yes. minimal reward. Uh-huh. Um, and a lot of times you don't realize it kind of seems like it's overnight. We, we, were, we were at Costco the other day and I just saw this lady pushing a cart and she just looked absolutely miserable. miserable. She had on a wedding ring and she was all disheveled and she had three kids with her and in she just looked so unhappy. Mm-hmm. And nowadays you're not really allowed to even say that because somebody will give you the, well, you don't know what everybody's going through. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I know exactly what she's going through. She is with a husband that would rather go do something with the guys than go grocery shop with her. So she's got to lug three small children around and get them ready and get the diaper bag and get the car seats buckled up. She didn't have time to fix her hair or put on her makeup or even wear matching shoes. And she's got to walk around Costco for 45 minutes with three screaming kids and fi- I mean what do you mean I don't know what she's going through I know exactly what she's going through because you can see it on her face yeah. it's not a mystery mm-hmm. and if you ask that woman are you happily married chances are she'd say oh yeah but if you went to her and you said no one would ever have to know this will never leave but if I could go back in time and you could not head down that path would you do it I think that would take some thought now I don't mean that you wouldn't have the children you love or anything yeah. like that. Uh-huh. But I mean, if you could course correct a little bit to get yourself to a happier point in your life, why would you not want to do that? I know. Um, uh-huh. And that's where I think a lot, a lot of what we talk about, it, that's where that self-reflection applies. Cause it's not you having to admit or declare that you're unhappy or you're leaving a relationship or your partner's cheated on you or your life is miserable or your marriage is a sham. It's not about, doing this, you know, absolving you of your sins of of bad decisions. It's a choice that you just can look in the mirror and have that conversation with yourself and and decide to fix it yeah. and decide to Cho- change it. Choose to be happy. Yeah. And choose to be happy and 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 take that leap of faith. It's very scary. Mm-hmm. But if you have nothing else to lose, it lose it's all upside. <laughs> really, know? I know. Yeah. So have a plan. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And and even if, it, if even if it's just starting out with something small, mm-hmm. you know, uh, 
a plan is a plan and you know achieve you know baby steps just take mm-hmm. baby steps towards your your goal yeah and hopefully it'll all work out so yeah i i think that's a <laughs> a pretty good ending to our uh our episode today mm-hmm. um we want to tell you guys happy mardi gras oh yeah we yeah. have in the little picture that's yeah. why we have the little <laughs> Yeah. Mardi Gras duckies and beads and all that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mardi Gras this week. Yeah, happy Mardi Gras. Hope everyone has a good week. Um, thanks, as always, for listening. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube. Subscribe or yeah, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, um, SoundCloud, iTunes, all of that. Mm-hmm. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks. <laughs>